Welcome to the Feminine Thriving Podcast, brought to you by the Jade Temple, the sisterhood devoted to the wisdom and pleasure of the female body. We are your hosts, Tamara Klemick and Hilary Kimball, and we are excited to journey with you as we share all about how to move from surviving to thriving in a female body. Thriving for us means you feel a sense of safety in your own body, that you are dripping with sensuality and aliveness, that you're experiencing pleasure and orgasms that connect you to your own divinity, and you feel confident, powerful, and abundant walking this planet with a badass community of sisters by your side. Oh, and we welcome the mess, the mud, the chaos, and embrace all that it is to be a woman. There will be solo episodes, episodes with both of us, and episodes with other smart, wise, funny, and sexy women, and maybe even men, to share their embodied wisdom with us. We acknowledge our sharing on this podcast comes from the experiences and viewpoints of us, two white, middle-class, cisgendered women. If we ever say anything that causes harm to you or your experience on the planet, please share with us so that we can continue to grow, learn, and bring new perspectives also to this space. So without further ado, let's drop into today's juicy episode. Yay! Welcome, Jay Pals. What's so good to yeah. be here with you? Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Super cool. For those of you who are listening, we've been planning this for a while, a little while. So we're finally here, sitting here with our equipment set up. Our microphones, we think, are working. We're <laughs> filming this on video. And we are going for it and we are so excited to get this podcast officially out into the world. It's definitely been a dream of mine for a long time. I've been talking about this podcast for for a while um, and it just feels even more juicy and fun and deep and powerful to be sitting here doing it with you. So, mm, yay. Yes, yes. And just got to give you a big shout out, Tam, because you really were the lifeblood behind birthing this baby out into the world so just mm. thank you for your creativity and your fire to share our work and our messages with even more women thank you my love thank you yeah so feminine thriving feminine thriving <laughs> yeah so what we uh yeah really defined like what do we mean by feminine thriving and what we came to is moving from surviving to thriving in a female body. And yeah, I think it would be just beautiful for us to just start by each of us talking about what does that mean? So maybe you could start here, but what does that mean? What comes up for you when we talk about moving from surviving to thriving in a female body? Yeah. You know, it's like after we, kind of came up with this name or after you came up with this name and I've been <laughs> sitting with it for the last couple of weeks, I've really been, you know, just gently feeling into what is feminine thriving. And of course it's, you know, it's, it's a big topic and a big, um, I think that it includes a lot of things. And what I really came to is that it's personal for each and every woman. Yet I think mm-hmm. there are some like universal themes that, probably flow through most women's experiences of moving from surviving to thriving in a female body. And, um, I think, you know, the, 
the thing that kept on coming to me as I was thinking about this is actually not what I really thought that it would be, um, but it's actually sisterhood. That's what came to me because mm. looking back at my own journey, and I, I definitely have gone on a journey from just surviving in this body, from you know being a human, like really cut off and living my life from my neck up, um, and then transforming that and really living a life where I feel like all of me, or most of me, at least, a, a lot more parts of me are online and on board. And um, I realized that I would not have been able to do that without a tribe of women behind me, right by my side, right on my back. I mean, I could have done it, you know, a little bit here and there, but really I needed the sisterhood to really, really lift me up and bring me, carry me, hold me, hold my hand from that place of just kind of getting by. And, you know, for me, it was like living this kind of like flat life where it's like nothing is really shitty, but like nothing is like fucking amazing, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And it really was my female, not just my female friendships, but having women around me who are also walking this path. And I guess that's what I can kind of move into a little bit more now. It's like walking this path of feminine thriving and what that has, I think besides the sisterhood, besides having these women by my side, what has been so, so important is this reclamation, not just of my body, but of my female bodies. So really, you know, for me at the beginning, it was just like, holy shit, like, I have breasts, I have nipples, <laughs> I have a womb, I have a pussy, I have a vulva, like, oh my gosh, and it, you know, I really, I think for a long time went through this process of grief for um, how disconnected and cut off I had been from my female body for, you know, my entire life up until I, I really found this path. Um, so I think for me, like, I mean, there's been so much that has been a part of my journey, but the sisterhood and the really, the learning how to reclaim and connect with and love and bring energy and really bring thriving to my actual female body has, I think, been the most important part of this journey. Mm, yummy. <laughs> Does any of that resonate with you? Of course it does. Of course. Yeah. I, yeah. Sisterhood is for me, it was actually like, I think I, I started probably a lot of my journey feeling like I wasn't necessarily in sisterhood. I was in lots of different spaces with lots of different people, but actually, yeah, when I also added in this, this layer of sisterhood, I feel like it just, everything dropped in deeper and everything became like a, a whole new level of connection and power and energy and healing and yeah super beautiful yeah yeah um yeah go for it yeah I was just gonna say there's I think this even this term sisterhood it can be kind of like what is it is it just like your female friends that you go out like drinking at the bar with on the weekend you know because I had that before I was walking this path like I definitely had that like I had amazing female friendships in my life and I felt supported by them and I think the like the key difference between that and what we're talking more about is that we have or I had I have we have women in our lives who are walking this path simultaneously so women who are 
on this journey of really reconnecting with and reclaiming and awakening and finding the magic and the beauty and the power and the juiciness in the female body. To me, that is like, it's like the absolute key and difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we, we see it time and time again, even in just like a very short class, like a two hour class when we sit in a circle and we Mm -hmm. share the reality of what we're all feeling and what's moving through us we connect to our bodies and it's like at the end of two hours I'm like every week I'm just incredibly amazed by the depth of like connection and authenticity and just like this this circle it's a sisterhood it's like it's already there because we're all just like walking that path together and um yeah seeing all of the places that we're interconnected and all going through the same things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've had the same conditioning and the same Mm -hmm. Not except not everything is the same. There's obviously very individual experiences of that and all of our different cultures and where we grew up on. But as women, there is also some very common themes across the board of which we've yeah. been through, particularly mm-hmm. when it comes to our relationship to our bodies and our sexuality. Yeah. And, you know, I think we have seen time and time again that it's it's just so healing to realize that, to see that, to see, like, I'm not alone. Like, I remember for years before I started really walking this path, I felt so freaking alone. I really was convinced that I was the only woman in the world who, you know, had X, Y, and Z. And then once I started doing this work with other women, I was like, holy shit, everybody's experiencing this in their own way. And there's something that, for me at least, that really broke down shame like tremendous layers of shame, knowing that I wasn't the only one. And, you know, I think this is also part of feminine thriving is actually doing the healing work to release some of these programs and conditionings and, you know, the wounds that we carry as women. So healing, sexual healing, sensual healing, erotic healing, um, you know, even the healing of our childhood wounds and traumas, I think it's all very, very much a part of this journey, this feminine and thriving mm-hmm. journey. For sure. Mm. Yeah. 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 And I just, I feel, I guess I feel to share just a little bit more about what was coming up for me around feminine thriving on, on top of all of this, which I totally resonate with as well. And I think this idea of moving from surviving to thriving is like I was in survival mode, even though on in many areas of life or the way that we view success, it could have deemed to be very successful. But I was in a constant state of survival when I was working in the corporate world and high achieving and, and doing the things that society tells us to do and making money and, yeah, having the big job and, But the whole way that I experienced it, it was like totally in survival mode. I was constantly stressed, like I was completely disconnected from my body. I was needing to use substances to self-soothe even, to disconnect, to to not be able to feel everything that was going on. Um, And, yeah, it's it's for me is like the way that the systems are set up in the world Many women are being are very successful and many women are doing amazingly. They're doing amazing things, yet still it's in this mode of survival versus being in this mode of thriving, surviving to thriving. 
And I think for me, this shift is like, yeah, we can achieve and do all of the different things, but if it doesn't feel good in our bodies, if it's not feeling amazing as we're doing it, then <laughs> what's the point in many ways? Um, so this shift for me from surviving to thriving, yeah, is, is, it's, it is this transition down into the body. It's this shift down into the body, into existing in this female body and feeling safe enough to be there, to rest there, having, yeah, the safety to be able to feel our, our feelings, our emotions, our sensations, and being able to move in the world from this place that we are being able to attune to and listen to our body and being able to honour what is our yes and what is our no and follow our desires without the fear of, I don't know, fear of rejection, fear of what people might think of us, um, being able to yeah, work with all of the sensations and emotions that can come up around following our dreams and doing big things. Um but from a place, yeah, where it feels good, where it feels good in our body, where we're connected to our truth, to the wisdom of our body, to the pleasure of our body. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, finding all the juiciness and yumminess and in just being <laughs> as well, not even necessarily needing to create or do or, like, externally be doing so much, actually pulling back in many ways and finding the beauty and the pleasure of being. It's just so much beauty on this planet that we miss when we're in this survival mode, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know what I keep thinking as you're speaking, just from the first part all the way through, you know, you're talking about working in corporate and being stressed and, you know, I know that you are working long hours and, you know, you're just grinding. And what I keep on feeling is how out of alignment that can be with how nature intended the female body and particularly the female hormonal system to to be living you know to be thriving actually and mm -hmm. it is it's a scientific fact that when we are super stressed out especially when we're continually stressed out that impacts our hormones and i really think that to be to be living in a way so that you even have the opportunity to thrive in your life for a woman, I think we absolutely have to be connected to our cycle and to our cyclical nature. I don't really think that it's possible actually to, um, to be really thriving without that. I do think it's possible to be, you know, working in a corporate job or working in a nine to five job or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, have that cyclical awareness and find your thriving in that. But I think that, you know, so many, for so many of us, like, we don't pay attention to our cycles. We think that they are a nuisance. We are just like, oh my God, my period's here again. Like, this is so fucking annoying. Like, you know, let me like shove something up there to stop the bleeding and, you know, pop a couple of ibuprofen or whatever it is and call it a day. And for me, at least once I really started to pay attention to my cycle, I guess that goes along with what I was saying at the beginning of like, oh my gosh, I have breasts. It's also like, I, I'm a cyclical being. I have a hormonal mm -hmm. cycle that moves and ebbs and flows and it changes all the time. And for me to really recognize that and begin honoring it and working with it, it's it was just a complete game changer. And yeah, I was really feeling the dread of the whole 
cycle throughout what you were just saying. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, that's really a big part of where this name started for me. This this word thriving is actually looking at nature. For me, it was all about like mm-hmm. looking at nature and seeing like what happens mm-hmm. with nature. What, what's when nature is thriving? What's what's moving through her? Or what does that look like? And you know, as things like abundant and juicy and uh, working together, you know, when it's everything's co- everything's connected. And it's also death and rebirth. It's also mm-hmm. cycles, you know, and it's such a big part of it. And it's so true, you know, also when we're not connected to this cyclical part of our, ourselves, our body, our, our, our nature, our menstruation. And, you know, often than I was for many, many years, yeah, popping pills to uh, help with my period pain. And I used to get very, very sick and for my periods actually even throwing up but you know popping pills for like the hormonal birth control contraception and then (laughs) the pills for the pain and Mm -hmm. all sorts of different things just to like disconnect disconnect um and yeah it's such an important part of us it's I actually it's so funny I remember my (laughs) my auntie used to say to me shout out to Lulu if you're listening (laughs) like when I was when I was bleeding as a teenager like it's a celebration of your womanhood and I was always like fuck you (laughs) your celebration of womanhood like I'm sick I'm throwing up I'm in agony like I absolutely Mm -hmm. have nothing good to say about this I hate being a woman and I hate having this experience and why me and it's really shitty and like for me to sit here now and I'm like oh my god thank god we have our bleed and our cycle and like um it just for me it's such a gift of being a woman (laughs) it's a celebration of my womanhood (laughs) full circle but yeah it is you know and I've just actually finished my bleed and I'm out the other side and I'm like oh I love this time I love this time of the month and I'm like full power I can feel myself going into my full spring and just yeah loving it so yeah I agree completely yeah and it's this is really you know this is part of breaking down the conditioning of what we've been taught you know because we is I think most women on the planet we have not been taught to love and to revere to revere our cycles We've been really taught the opposite. And I think a lot of what, you know, what we do at the J Temple and a lot of what encompasses feminine thriving is it's like this re-education, this relearning, like relearning in a sense of like how to be a woman in a way that feels delicious, that feels juicy, that feels connected, that makes us fucking love being women, you know, like you were sharing, like, you know, now I'm just in so much awe of my cycle like you like you were sharing like every time I finish my bleed and I start to feel my energy coming back I'm just like this is so genius like nature (laughs) is like so intelligent you know and of course Mm -hmm. we see that reflected in the outside world not like I'm in upstate New York right now so I'm in my actually in my first uh, real winter in 10 years and mm. I am fascinated I'm having this amazing experience just observing winter in nature and really seeing how everything just shuts down and goes still 
and you know myself included a lot of people are like ah winter like i don't really like winter but there is so like winter is here for a purpose just like our bleed is here for a purpose just like the lower energy is there for a purpose and even you know a lot of women experience pms premenstrual symptoms where their emotions can kind of be all over the place but to me that's also there for a purpose so it's mm -hmm. like instead of shunning these things that happen to us as women um and you know this actually i feel goes for some of the wounds that we carry also as women i really feel that there's such space for alchemy and reclamation and transformation so mm. yeah all about those winters <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a bit jealous i have to say seeing your winter wonderland pics out in nature i'm like oh well i'm so jealous good. of the, the beaches that i see all the time so <laughs> i know i know <laughs> the, the naked women frolicking uh, in the waterfalls <laughs> uh, yeah. so um I think it would be great to, yeah, maybe we can just touch on the why is it important or why is it needed, you know, this feminine, feminine thriving, like how did we get to a place that we've ended up needing to go on these reclamation journeys that we, yeah, have to do this, this work. Cause I would like to think that at some point in the, on, in the planet, this wasn't work that women needed to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't stuff that we had to yeah, admit. Totally. It was probably just very organic and natural. Of course, exactly. women coming together and sitting in circle for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I love about what we do as well. When we sit in circle, I feel like it reconnects me and us back to tribal times when we would totally. sit in mm -hmm. circle as women. Um, but yeah, I guess in the last 10,000 years or so, it has been a pretty different story. Mm -hmm. um, a pretty specific type of story um yeah it's definitely something I get very passionate about talking about you know yeah patriarchy and the systems that um have oppressed us as women and I mean it's important for us to recognize as well that you know we might be sitting here feeling like we um are in a pretty free place for us to be able to explore this um, with our own bodies. But there are even right now very a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of women on this planet that are still in a very, very, very strict and strong place of oppression. Um, and the idea of doing some of this work is probably unfathom unf unfathomable, um, unsafe, um, not even in comprehension to even be having these conversations. So um, it's not even something necessarily of the past. Um, but yeah, is there anything that comes up for you around this as I'm just talking about yeah. the why? Yeah. I mean, the main thing that's coming is power because there is mm -hmm. immense power in our bodies, in our female bodies, in our cycles. And especially when we come together and we do this work, and, you know, you're talking about patriarchy and capitalism and, you know, religion and all of these systems that are in place throughout the world that, in my opinion, at least, have stripped us of our power. And also, mm -hmm. I think it's worth mentioning that they stripped men of their true inherent organic power as well. It's not the topic of this uh, podcast or this episode. Maybe we will do an episode on that, actually. I would love to do that at some Definitely. point in time. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, speaking about women, um, I, I really think that these systems have stripped us of our power. And so this is the why is so that we can not only reclaim our power, but what's coming now is so that we can feel ourselves as whole human beings. You know, when our femininity or our sexuality or our eros, our erotic nature, which is part of every human being, is part of every woman, when that is pushed off to the side, when that's when these parts of us are not consistently being uh, nurtured, then I think that we can feel fragmented. And for me, I know I felt just like the sense of not being whole when I, when I didn't have, you know, my whole body online, my whole female body, my cycle, all of this awareness, all of the education. And so I think that, yeah, I think that a big piece of this also is just coming back to wholeness. And, you know, that's a, I, I'm remembering now just hearing that one of the definitions of healing is that it's coming back to wholeness, coming back home. And this is something that I also hear a lot of women talking about is just that it's almost like the sense of not feeling complete within themselves. So I think that's a big why is so that we can be whole integrated humans, whole integrated women with our sexuality there, our creativity there, our eros there, so that we can work with it, so that we can learn to work with it in our lives to support us, to support our thriving. So when we're thriving, then we're also bringing that into our families and into our communities and into the work that we're doing in the world. So. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I, I love this and I think it's such an important point. You know, it's not, this is not, a selfish path it's not like oh I'm gonna do this work and it's like I'm it's it's just about me it impacts every single person mm -hmm. that we come in contact with every single relationship like the mamas that come into our spaces <laughs> you know I love it because that the amount of stuff that they talk about sharing and passing on to their children onto their daughters but mm -hmm. they're also their relationships with their husbands every single person that we're in touch with feels the impact of us doing this work it is not yeah. just for us it is for everyone that we are uh, in touch with personally but also yeah it impacts then how we want to show up on the planet and I really believe once we're in touch with our bodies we also we cannot abuse nature the way that we have been for so many generations because we realize we are nature and when yeah. we love and connect to ourselves we take better care of her we then take better care of each other and we want to make a positive difference on this planet mm -hmm. it's so much bigger than us as just individuals going on some little journey of wanting to I don't know be a sexual woman or you know these concepts that many people may have about this work it's deep deep work that is starts with us as individuals and it's a big collective um yeah collective healing collective yeah. impact totally i'm so grateful that you brought in that thread about the earth because it is one that i feel strongly and a lot of our students do as well at the j temple this is something and i feel that it comes up in conversation a decent amount and i really think that the way that we relate to the feminine inside of us as individuals and as a collective, it's reflected in the state of the earth, the state of the waters, the state of the air. And I think that when we're tending to those parts within ourselves in a more conscious and 
maybe a little softer, a little kinder, a little kinder ways. Uh, it's just naturally reflected in how we're treating the earth. And as you said, that's something that's very, very important in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So, I mean, we could talk about this for hours. <laughs> we have many times. <laughs> and hours and hours. And we will be. Yay! <laughs> we have and we will. And we will record it as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be beautiful. Let's just share a bit about the Jade Temple, what it is, that, uh, the, what is the Jade Temple and, and how does it contribute to permanent thriving? What do we do there? And since you are the founder, I would love to hear you talk yeah. a little bit about that. Cool. I'll jump in, of course. You know, it feels so aligned with what we're talking about now. <laughs> um, I really, well, the J Temple is a women's center. Um, it originally started out as a women's center on the island of Copangan in Thailand. And I created this space after I was in a five week long training um, with two of my teachers, Shashi Saluna and Minka DeVos. And during that training, you know, we were, I think, 25 women, probably 12 hours a day or more, you know, doing breast massage practice, doing jade egg practices, learning about female sexuality, doing a lot of healing work, um, just doing basically like all of the things that we've been talking about in this podcast together. And after that training, um, I stayed, the training was on Copangan, so I stayed on the island and I was close with several of the women who were in the training and we were like, holy shit, all we want is a space, like a physical location where we can keep doing what we've been doing for the last five weeks because why would we not want to live the rest of our lives like this, really? And like, we were so clear <laughs> on it. Um, so it wasn't right then that the Jade Temple was created, but the seeds were really planted at that time. And, you know, I think maybe a year or two later, it just happened that what is currently the Jade Temple in Copangan, um, it became my house and there was a large space to do workshops there and hold gatherings and classes and stuff. And I really just started inviting my female friends over and, you know, I would guide us in breast massage and yoni egg practice and, you know, whatever we really were feeling like doing. And um, so, yeah, it really started out as a space to do feminine embodiment work together with other women. And from there, it just grew and grew and grew. As I said, at first it was very casual. And then after a couple of years, it was like, ah, this is really something. Like women were like all about it and I was all about it. It was feeding me deeply. So yeah, it just grew from there and we created the center. And now of course we have the online component as well, which has been running for the last couple of years. But now uh, Tam and I were really in this amazing space where we're just going all in and we're really bringing what we have created and cultivated in the J Temple in Thailand over the last six years or so. We're really bringing that online because Honestly, what we do is profound and it touches women's lives, like you said earlier, just after a couple of hours of being in there. And it's fantastic to have that in Thailand, but not everybody can make it to Thailand. So we're really um, expanding our offerings now so that we can bring what we've been offering in the temple to a worldwide group of women. So it's super exciting. 
Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess so I just expand a little bit on just like, the, yeah, what we're doing in the space in the temple, you know, we, we are gathering as a community, we get together as a community of women as much as we can. And we we're doing these practices, um, which yeah, can be anything from nervous system regulation and somatic tools into embodiment practices and self-touch into pleasure practices, uh, jaded practices, sharing circles, uh, yeah, movement, dance, tantra, many different aspects of the work that we do in the temple. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's really just coming together to do all the work that we've been talking about, this reconnection, this reclamation, this connection to our power, and yeah, I just love, love, love what we're creating online. There's something so beautiful, like like you said, you know, even there are women that come to our space on holiday and then they're like, Oh my god, and now I have to go home and now what? you know, and um also the women that yeah, can never make it over to Thailand um, to be able to take everything that you've created, that we've created, that we, we do here on the island and create a space for women that becomes like a community space, a home, a sisterhood. And I really love that what we're trying to do with what we're creating is to make it easy to start to build this in as a regular, almost daily practice where it's not just like every now and again we go and drop in and do some big long practice and disconnect and then go back to life. It's like how can we start to bring this in and how can we support women to bring this in so it becomes a lifestyle change. It becomes something that just starts to feed into everyday moments. So, yes, we have times that we set aside for other practices and then there's just tools and tips and things that we can bring into what we're already doing in our day-to-day -day so that we can become more connected to what's really going on for us. And yeah. more in the body. I think what you said is so important because, you know, I've had a lot of women say to me in the past, like, so what do I have to move to a tropical island and just like devote my entire life to this? And I'm like, no, like you really, really don't. And, you know, my journey with all of this actually started online. It started with my, one of my teachers, Layla Martin and, um, yeah, that was really my entry into these practices and into the sisterhood. And even, even online, you can feel it and you can get it and you can do so much. And the beauty of a lot of the practices that we do and that we offer is that they actually are really simple. And like you said, it's like, it doesn't need to take over your life. Like, yes, you can have an hour or two or three long practice, but like, to me, that's kind of the cherry on top. And like when I first began doing these practices, what really, really touched me was just doing practices that were like three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes long, but doing them pretty consistently. I mean, for me, actually, I was very consistent, especially at the beginning, because I just, you know, I loved what I was doing so much and I was so fascinated by it. Um, but I really do think, and I've, you know, I've said this to my students for so many years, or students for so many years, like, you don't have to change your life to start to bring in this stuff. It can just be a couple of minutes here and there. And I really feel that doing it 
for shorter periods of time more consistently, it actually gets into our brain and starts to change something. It starts to change the neural pathways and starts to actually, you start to make connections between your brain and between your female body parts. So, yeah. Mm, definitely. And so just as you're sharing that, I'm actually thinking we could probably bring this to a close pretty soon, but maybe we actually do mm, a short practice. Maybe we do a couple of minutes yeah. of just guiding. And if you're listening to this and you want to follow us, then you're super welcome. And I guess it's just come to me that we should, could or should do this mm, in I every episode, it. just some kind of small couple of minute drop mm -hmm. in practice, mm -hmm. whatever feels good. Um, and before we do, though, is there anything else that you want to touch on just as we have this closing to this first episode of Feminine Thriving mm -hmm. Podcast? Um, what's coming is that when a woman chooses to walk down this path, <laughs> as I've said before, it's not all sunshine and roses and butterflies. Um, it is that. You definitely get a lot of that. But it's also confronting because we're confronting some of the deepest parts of ourselves that we've really pushed down that have, you know, for a lot of us not felt safe. Like we haven't felt safe to be fully expressed embodied women in our power and especially in our erotic and our sexual power. And so we love to just move very, very slowly at the body's pace, really honoring where every woman is at. And yeah, I think a big part of this is expanding our capacity to hold those parts of ourselves that are in pain or that are hurting. And that's the beauty of doing this with other women by our sides, because, you know, in those moments where we can't hold our own shit, like there's three sisters right there that have really, really got our back. So it somehow feels necessary to just mention that, that this path does come with some confronting stuff. This path does come with, you know, facing a lot of our own demons, a lot of our own shit, a lot of our own shame. And it can be hard. It can be really, really painful. And right alongside that, there's this path of pleasure, this path of finding joy and freedom and connection and creativity and wisdom and even spirit in our bodies. So to me, it's all worth it. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. So you want to drop yeah. into a, just a couple minute little practice? Yeah, it. let's do it. So, yeah, just offer for everyone, wherever you are, definitely not if you're <laughs> driving a car, <laughs> if you are somewhere else, but maybe it feels good to just start to soften the eyes, <sighs> maybe even closing them. And just start by connecting to the breath, so breathing all the way into the belly so it expands like a balloon. And just letting go as you exhale. A few deep breaths and just feeling the body let go as you exhale. Ah. 
<sighs> Maybe even just putting one hand on the heart and one hand on the belly or just the womb space. And just start by saying to the body, I'm here, I'm listening. I'm here to reconnect. We are safe to feel. And from here, maybe just bringing your awareness to your breasts. You can bring your hands to, to cup your breast if you like, or you can just simply bring your awareness to rest at your breasts. And maybe just bringing a, an inner smile to your breasts. Bringing this soft, smiling energy. And maybe the awareness moves down the body to the womb and the womb space. And again, just bringing an inner smile and maybe an outer smile. Perhaps you can even soften, soften the belly as you do it. And then bringing the awareness to the yoni, to the vulva, the vagina, to the pussy. And again, offering this inner smile as you create this connection to this beautiful, beautiful part of your female body. Maybe she even responds as you bring your attention to her. Take three deep breaths together before we finish up. So taking a deep inhale and sending this inner smile to the whole body as you inhale. So deep inhale, smiling to the whole body. Ah. 
One last deep breath of gratitude. And just bringing in a little bit of movement wherever you are. Maybe stretching, maybe touching the body. Bring some touch. <sighs> mm, thank you so much, Tam. Thank you. I really am continually amazed at just how a couple of minutes of dropping in and, you know, just bringing hands and awareness to the female body. It really, it's so grounding and calming. So thank you so much. Thank you, my love. I, uh, yeah, such a, such a gift and a pleasure doing this life with you in all of the ways and all of the realms. And, yeah. Mm, thank you so much. Actually, yeah, I, I'm like, um, is it now a good time? Yeah, I think I would just like to just, as this first episode, just take this moment to really like share my love and deep respect and appreciation for you and all that you have created um, up until this point and all that you are, all you are as a woman, all you are as a sister, as a friend. And it is my deepest, deepest privilege to be sitting here and doing this work with you. I pinch myself every <laughs> single day like how have I ended up here this is genius my life is incredible and I absolutely can't believe it but thank you thank you for yeah all that you are I just I love you so much and this is so much fun doing this with you thank, thank you, you so so much and yeah as you know just since we have come together and really made the J Temple our own. It's just, it's just so much better doing this alongside your sisters, you know, and collaborating. And, you know, we've talked a lot about this, but just having two minds, two bodies, two hearts, two pussies, two wombs here doing this together. And, you know, of course we have a lot of other women who are uh, supporting us and in the mix as well. It's just, infinitely infinitely better than being a one-woman show so i'm just so grateful you're here tam and of course infinitely grateful that you're there in copangan really holding down the temple you know since i've left there it's really been my biggest hope and dream that the teachings and the community not only continue to survive actually but that they continue to thrive and they absolutely are they are things are taking off on a whole new level now and i really believe that's because we are here together holding this with each other so thank you for who you are and for all that you're doing being there both in copenhagen and then of course you know being a big part of what we're creating in the virtual world as well i love you so much thank you mm -hmm. Thank you, love. Thank you. I received that deeply. And yeah, I, I actually think this is the perfect ending because for me, this is exactly linking back to the beginning of feminine thriving. Yeah. It's doing it together. Mm -hmm. It's doing it together. 
this is where we thrive as women, as humans, you know, as, and, and particularly as women, we are like having each other's back and supporting each other. We're not meant to be one woman, women on our own, like powering through life. This is where we thrive. It's really, really, really in collaboration and co-creation and supporting each other. And this is the perfect example. So yeah, it's a beautiful tie up. So good. In the beginning so of the good. Thank mm. you. Amazing. All right. Love Thank you all for so listening. Love you, you so much. Yay. Yay. Episode Ooh. one is done. <laughs> Thank you for listening, sisters. We hope you're feeling expanded after being here with us. If you are, the best way you can support us on this journey of creating free content for this movement is to rate, review, or share this podcast. It would mean so much to us as we try and grow this sisterhood into a global revolution. And if you want to hear all of our latest news, get free practices and tips, and learn about our offerings, sign up for our juicy emails at thejtemple.com. Thank you so much, sisters. We love you and hope to see you soon.